everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hey. Thank you for tuning in today. This is episode 125 of Hop Culture. It's been a few weeks since we've recorded an episode, so we have plenty to catch up on today. Um, yeah, thanks for calling me out, Anne, and um, actually Claire by writing the script. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I didn't know how else I, to explain our absence. I don't know that people were probably like, Claire overthinks <laughs> that... <laughs> I don't feel like we need a formal announcement if we take a break. That's true. This one was a mistake. It was this an was accident. A I want was people Gracie's to fault. take us seriously as podcasters. <laughs> and so I feel like I need to explain anytime mm-hmm. there's a break. Address it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. I just completely didn't do it. We had um, a, an episode recorded. It just didn't get posted. Yeah, we recorded the episode. And then when it came time to like edit and post it, I just didn't. But... I was babysitting Claire's kids over the weekend. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's rich of me to call her out. I, I did it as kindly <laughs> yeah. as I could. I didn't know what to say, you know. So I I just was like, hey, um, are we going to record a, an episode this week? Or, you know, and then Grace was like, oh, no. So it was totally fine. Mm. Grace has really tried to calm me my fears because I – have this fear that if we get in the habit of just like missing weeks here or there, we're going to just fall apart, you know, completely it's true, though. as a family. Because we did mm-hmm, exactly mm-hmm. miss it's, some it's weeks on purpose and then we accidentally mm-hmm. missed week, We all just so. kind of purposely were like not bringing it up and hoping it wouldn't happen. <laughs> and so I'm afraid of that happening again. So I'm always afraid. But Grace talked me into – She's so good at talking people down or talking mm-hmm. people into things. <laughs> She's always been good at talking people into things. Yeah. But she pointed out that summer, you know, a lot of podcasts just take the entire summer off. So she's like, it's summer. It's not the time to really, you know, put your nose to the grindstone. And I was like, that's true. So we're back. We're excited that, you know, fall is coming and we are going to try to get back to, you know, the hustlers that. We know we are deep down. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fall time game. Mm-hmm. That's not a it's hustle game. time in the fall. Exactly. Speaking of fall, I took my kids. Uh, so we don't have to do back to school shopping like supplies in our school district. Um, we just pay like a fee, and the teachers use that to buy what they need, which I actually think is a way more efficient way to do it. But. I kind of – it makes me a little sad just because I think it would be fun to take the kids to buy their school supplies, even though it probably would only be fun for like a year or two and then I'd be tired of it. But I kind of miss that ritual, you know, of like, oh, we're going to go school shopping. So I was like, well, I'll take them shopping. And we did that last year and it was kind of a bust because that was the day that all every Old Navy in the country was closed because of like a cyber attack. So that put a damper on things. (laughs) Um, But – I was like, I'm going to take the girls, you know, we can pick out an outfit, one outfit for like the first day of school. That'll be fun. And they had a blast because they hardly ever go into stores other than like Walmart. So they think it's very novel. But you guys, shopping in stores is kind of a bummer right now Mm -hmm. for multiple reasons. For one thing, I'm so stressed out about malls dying. (laughs) It makes me so sad. For some reason. Like, when I go in the Mm -hmm. mall... It's the nostalgia. It's the nostalgia, exactly. And I'm like, even though I don't necessarily want to come here all the time, I just want it to be there and to be thriving. For all the preteens. Exactly. Wander around with their friends. Preteens need a mall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I have so many happy memories at malls. And when I go in, the week school is starting and it's like not that busy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is worrisome. And then a lot of stores just don't carry a lot, period, or a lot for kids. Like, it's very hard to just shop in person for kids, other than at Walmart, Target, or Old Navy, which are great. But, like, I kind of wanted 
to branch out a little bit. And there's just mm-hmm. not real a lot out there, experience. you know? Yeah, real shopping experience. Exactly. So I don't know. It just kind of left me a little blue for some reason. I just wanted to go back to the days, you know, times have change, but it it is what it is. But I am excited for, for school to start, even though I feel like – I just feel like I'm forgetting something that, like, I'm supposed to do. You know, it feels like – Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm perpetually forgetting something. Yeah. Like since I turned like like 26 or 28 or something, like mm-hmm. a feeling just settled into me of always think there's something I'm forgetting. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you what you guys are forgetting. Your birthday? Is that it's almost my birthday. I didn't forget. Uh, yeah, and no one when this po- episode comes out. I will be 30, <gasps> and no one has said a thing. You're right. You're. I'm sorry, because- Did you want us to say, like, welcome to be a welcome to me? to be a surprise birthday episode oh, about right. me, but- I'm sorry, <gasps> Anne. Oh, no. Shut up, because we did one for Grace that one time. No. That was, and that was from me. Grace is special, and- You know what? You know. You know what? And we're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do an Anne-themed <laughs> episode. Just you wait. No, thank you. I well, now you brought it up, so all. it's too late. Yes, I don't you want do. It. It's actually no. um, pretty lame that you brought up your birthday because it's just no one wants to be. We all wanted to just like <laughs> you care. be surprised on your birthday. Mm-hmm. We remembered. Now you've brought it up three days before. I don't want to be surprised now, that you remembered. Like, we can't my prove birthday. that. That's actually well, such a good point. You can't call us out for not mentioning your birthday early. Well, yeah, it's early. not a thing that people not early do. because this will come out after week? my birthday. Oh, you just meant this episode. Yeah. I thought you meant you're turning 30 and no one has mentioned a thing to you personally. And I was like, well, well, I do days. also feel like you should have just personally mentioned it. Should have been like, birthday week, what are you doing for your birthday? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we're that would not, be nice. We're yeah. not great at like. We're not birthday week birthday. people. No, we're not. Yeah, we're not we're huge really birthday not. people. Mm-hmm. I am, but I love celebrating my birthday. But our family yeah, we doesn't. love our own birthdays. But yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not <laughs> nice about other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good point. Um, and I truly have been thinking all year about your birthday. I, I've been thinking wow. for like because you're turning last, thirty. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be thirty, flirty and thriving. Not really in any way, but well, you ruined thirty. The gift that I was going to send you. frumpy and. Barely hanging on is not <laughs> ring to it. So, um, Tess, were we ever going to talk about your visit and the thrifting binge that you went on while you were here? Yeah, Did you talk about it I, on the ep- the last episode? I can't remember because it's been so I long can't now. Remember. No, because that was the that was she, before the thrifting. I think. Yeah, and then we skipped a week because I didn't release the episode, mm-hmm. so then we didn't record. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, so I've been home for a while, but Claire took me to the maybe the world's best goodwill. <laughs> I don't know Whoa, about that. Had, like so much <laughs> stuff there. Like there was just. I don't know. There were just so many. There's a whole aisle of baskets, and they were all like mm-hmm. pretty good baskets. Oh yeah, and that's the one we went like, to, Anne. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good, and it's, it's like really reasonably good. priced. Nothing's like yeah super expensive. And now I understand why Claire is always talking about thrifting, um, because she lives next to prime thrifting uh, real estate. But I went a little overboard, and I bought. Two very large baskets. I flew to Cleveland, so I bought two like pretty big baskets. I bought a casserole dish. I bought like a <laughs> uh, what's is that? Just ceramic, like a very heavy ceramic, mm-hmm. like uh, vase-ish kind of thing. You got those little duck salt and pepper shakers. Oh yeah, I got some salt and pepper. And were you jealous of those? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was actually so jealous. <laughs> I've had, I even, yeah, my, my friends, uh, here were jealous as well. I, those were, that was a great <laughs> find. Clear, now just imagine that, year. that Tessin <laughs> said, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get these. I knew you I'm were going to bring up the plate for a minute. And then. <sighs> 
refuses to relinquish them. I didn't ask for the ducks. I didn't guilt her into them. I just said, wow, what an because amazing find. Because she didn't say Test, she didn't want them. Test Everyone, the this is a throwback a, to a pie pumpkin. plate. Yeah. For yeah, new listeners, know. it's it's a longstanding family drama over a pie plate <laughs> that also was found at her store. And there's a little bit of bad blood. It's not a good idea to thrift with pe- other people because it always no, causes her feelings. Just yeah, you always end up getting jealous. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because recently – okay, so this set me on a bad path because then <laughs> I went thrifting. Path. I've been thrifting. I went today. I went to the thrift store this very day. I've been like every other day since I've been home. And – uh, my friend introduced me to a new, like a consignment store here in town that's like very reasonably priced. And so we all went together and I found this like beautiful uh, picture that's like the picture of my dreams. And then both my friends were like, oh, that's a really nice picture. That's- <laughs> and they just like, <laughs> oh no. Every once in a while, they so that's so cute. I love it. So I just felt terrible that I had Yeah, it, it is. It's tricky because mm-hmm. it seems like it would be fun to go with people, but it just it can cause ill will. So mm-hmm. I mean it was it was uh it really showed how much I wanted you to be happy that I took you to my favorite spot. Yeah. And <laughs> It was about I, me I think being that a good we, person. Our paths diverged. Claire got hardly anything, and I had like I got some stuff. Some I was stuff. trying to be well. We had all the kids with us, so it was a bit out of control. It was hectic. Yeah, it was it's really not a good idea to take kids thrifting. But <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, it was it was very fun. So today's episode is an installment in our Influenced series. If you've joined us recently on these episodes, we share products, trends, recipes, TV shows, etc. that we've been inspired to try by others, whether it be people on social media or in real life. Since we all have quite different tastes and interests, the things we share tend to be all over the board. Yeah. So, for example, something that I've been influenced to try lately is participating in studies for payment. And (laughs) (laughs) it's actually pretty lucrative. Um, Not really, like, as a job or anything, but just uh, as a way to spend some free time. Um, (laughs) Wait, so it's not about the money? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's about the money. You're trying to make it sound less but sad. But you couldn't make any kind of regular like, money. Real like, yeah. debt on your, yeah, on your bank account. But um, yeah, I, some of my friends, I keep hearing people at church, various moms talk about like, oh, we do these studies at the University of Michigan sometimes and we get a little money for them and I put it in a bank account for my kids. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Like, and so I finally decided to just look online and see what was there. And I do not save that money for my kids. I <laughs> use it <laughs> for myself. And Wait, it's it's, your kids are participating in the study? Yeah. But I know it's really interesting. Didn't um, Michigan or maybe it was Illinois pass a law that like influencers have to give their kids the money that they? Oh, I think so. So watch out because well, your governor might be coming for you. I'm not putting them on social media for one and all to see. Yeah, simply they they love it. It's like playing playing little games. And if you have a child with some kind of like medical issue. They're like a cash this cow. This is so dark. <laughs> the medical <laughs> <laughs> way darker than I was anticipating. <laughs> They're a cash so, cow. Oh. oh my word. So yeah. Like a rare um, I wonder what my kids' blood types are. I should look into this. Maybe I that know. would help. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I recommend. That's that's been a successful influence for me. Okay, well, my I have a few influenced this time. Um, mine are not nearly as exciting as a little stabby thing that you get paid for, but I tried the Swedish washcloths. Have you guys seen those? Mm-hmm. They I don't know how to describe what they're made out of, and I don't know if they're really they're called Swedish washcloths, so I don't know if they're like 
I didn't really do a lot of research on them, but I've seen some influencers talk about them. They're on Amazon. They're like these eco-friendly, it's kind of like texture-wise a mix between a paper towel and a washcloth. Um, and they dry and they kind of feel like paper, but then when they get wet, they feel like a little bit like spongy cloth sort of. And the appeal is that they're super absorbent and you can wash them in your dishwasher. And so I was like, oh, those sound cool. And I liked the idea of not having to have like wet dishcloths that you're like, I don't want to put these in the hamper, you know, and it's just like, where do you store them until you wash them? So I bought them and I would say I would give them like a six out of 10, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like I like them. Um, if like if someone gave me some, I would like them. I don't dislike mm-hmm. them, but the putting them in the dishwasher thing, which is the whole appeal, the problem is the next morning when you open your dishwasher, they're still like soaking wet. They're sodden. And so then I still have <laughs> to figure out a way for this thing to dry. You know, so I'm like propping it up on like a wooden spoon to let it dry. You know, I'm like, <laughs> this is annoying, you know, and you can also wash them in the washing machine, but then I'm like, well, then why don't I just use a dish rag? It's the same problem as Yeah, you. exactly. Do they dry that- quickly? No, not oh, really. Okay. Maybe a little, probably like faster than a dish rag would dry soaking wet, but like, no, I feel like I'm like laying them flat around the kitchen and getting like a new one out mm-hmm. while the other one's dry. So, and I don't feel that they have the grip of a washcloth. Well, they do so start like, to disintegrate a little bit if you're scrub. Yeah, if you're like really scrubbing some crud what? with them. Yeah, I feel like it's just kind of a worse version of a washcloth. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I might just be not using it to its full potential. I agree. I lately have been trying to curate a home smell. Ooh, I like that. A signature Mm. scent. A signature scent? Because I feel like my house always just kind of smells like old. All the – my house does too. It's just old house problems, I feel like. Old house problems and then like jet and it's like – it's just not a good smelling house. Like I come home and I'm like, I don't want people to smell this house. So (laughs) I'm like, I don't know, you know – how do you really make it better? So I I have been doing candles. I think I talked about that on the last episode. Um, and then I also have been, I got a new kitchen spray for like counters. And I never really trust kitchen sprays because I don't know. I don't like a spray that doesn't say on it anything about cleaning your house. Mm-hmm. You know, they they just make your house smell better. But I'm like, does it like, can I use this to clean up like food? On the counter. Can you use like, it on your it- cutting boards? I have no <laughs> idea what this is. Like well, you a, know, like Mrs. Like Myers, how okay, it's like yeah. not actually like antibacterial. It doesn't say anywhere mm-hmm. on it that it's like cleaning anything. It's yeah. just like a <laughs> smell spray. Yeah. And, but anyway, I did order this kitchen spray and I've been using it. And then I also will sometimes, like if something's dirty, I'll just use like a regular one that I think will actually like clean stuff. But this spray smells so good. Mm. It's called Caldria is the brand. And the scent that I got was sea salt neroli. Ooh, mm. what's neroli? I don't know, but it smells really good. The first time I sprayed it, I was like, do I like this? And now I'm like obsessed with it. I want to smell it all the time. I look forward to cleaning my dining table and kitchen counters at night because it's all going to smell so good. I would highly recommend it for the scent, and I'm going to try some of their other flavor varieties. Cool. Cool. I'm going to have to get Neroli is, it says citrus arantium, essential oil in a clear glass vault. It's one of the most widely used floral oils in perfumery. Mm -hmm. So some kind of citrus scent. Yeah, it's got kind of like a citrus scent, but not like just like a lemon cleaner. Mm -hmm. It's like a... A different scent. It's cool. really good. That sounds awesome. And then the the candles that I've tried are I bought a Bath and Body Works eucalyptus and spearmint. Ooh, mm. it smells really, really good. good. It's super strong. I don't even have it burning. I just have it open in my room, and my room smells like really strong, like this candle, which whoa has its pros and cons. <laughs> and the other thing about it that I would say is sort of like a pro and con is it kind of smells like soap to me. Like it smells good, but it has like a hint of 
like bar soap mm. scent, which mm. I, I'm like, I'm not sure I want my room to smell like this, but I <laughs> like it. So I'm like, maybe I, if I put it in a bathroom or something, but then mm. it would be so strong for, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out, but I do like it. And then I also got a, I was influenced to try a Capri Blue Volcano candle. Oh yeah, those ones are awesome. And it smells good, but I don't know. It just isn't, people go crazy for that Yeah, candle. that is like the candle. That's like the and gold I, standard. I was like, it just kind of smells like any other candle. I don't know. I can't figure out what's like, why people are so excited about it. My theory is that it was kind of like the original, like mainstream fancy candle. And there are a lot of like copycats now. Like Target has mm-hmm. one that smells very similar. Bath and Body Works does, I'm sure. So I think there's so many similar ones out there now. It At this point, it is probably kind of like, oh yeah, it smells like a lot of other candles. But I feel like when it first became popular, it was back when like, there were a lot of just basic, like, vanilla, you know, like, simple. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was kind of one of the first, like, high-end candles that got really widely popular. That's my theory. But I like it. Candle history. I, I know. I'm, ma- I'm completely making this up. I have no <laughs> I, idea. I agree, though. I think it's just not as special anymore mm-hmm. because you kind of smell that a lot now because don't you guys remember like back when mom had like the yankee candles in the big jars and it was very much just like vanilla like pine you know it was like Mm -hmm. these very they're they were good i mean i love a yankee candle (laughs) i'm not don't be smirching yankee candles i would happily own a yankee actually feel like a yankee candle is like such a luxury that big weighty Mm -hmm. jar Mm -hmm. with the lid you know like that's that's high end, but um, yeah. I do think candles have become a little more, even the ones at Target and stuff are like, just smell a little more upscale now, kind of. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of those crazy expensive ones that are like yeah $75 for a candle? Like diptych mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. different ones like that. I would yeah. love to own one. I'm very <laughs> curious <laughs> to get one of those. <laughs> I feel like I'd be scared to burn it to though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I I tried I've been influenced by Grace to try candles once more. Um <laughs> I don't know why I stopped with candles, but uh I just thought, you know, summer you don't burn candles in summer, you burn them in fall and winter. But I bought a couple from Aldi and I have to say I have kind of a tiny house, but they are very potent. Like hmm. Hmm. it makes my whole house smell good. My favorite is uh, just the tobacco leaves scent, which you wouldn't think would be. I'll have to revisit amazing, their candles. It smells really good. Mm, I'll check that one out. Cause that's kind of, I like that sort of like a more of a natural smelling candle. And I think that's maybe my problem with the Capri blue volcano is it's sort of a, it's kind of has that smell of one of those like pink sea salt, mm-hmm. pink mm-hmm. ones that are good, but sort of like, yeah. Totally. Like artificial, a... Artificial. Yeah, girly, grapefruity kind of scent. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a nice scent. The thing about the that candle that I will say is it's very potent. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a well-made candle. The it, nicer really candles nice. do tend to... Yeah, they just work better, but... And it's like noticeable. I was influenced to... This was a big project for me because I don't really do home projects until this last week and... I never will again because I took on Anne. So <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm scared. I'm really going around a bend with this story, but um, I decided that we had a rectangular table that was really nice in when in our last apartment and worked really well for a while here. But we have such a tiny little house that we can't like. It can't be out, like, where we can all sit around it. And so Luke and I would just sit side by side at our rectangular table because it was shoved into a corner. <laughs> oh, no. And so I was like, maybe I need to just buy, like, a super cheap, like, circular table. So I was looking on Facebook Marketplace for 0.2 seconds, which is as much as I can. I always, like, think that I'm going to, like, wait for a great find in the night. I just buy the first thing I see that could possibly work. So I I bought this table for $5 on Facebook Marketplace um, that was like this ugly laminate. And um, 
but it was a circle. And so I was showing it to Anne, and I was like, what do I do about this? Well, tell um, how you got locked into it. <laughs> or do you not want <laughs> well, to admit? We got, well, we got locked into it because I told Luke, I just kind of glanced at it, and I was like, well, that might work. And so I told Luke to message the guy and um, ask if it was available because I was still in uh, in Cleveland. And so he messaged him, and the guy messaged back and was like, uh, yeah, it's still available. I think I recognize you from First Ward. And so then we found out that he, like, went to the same ward as us sometimes. He's not a member of our church, technically, but he goes. Sometimes we don't really know him, but he recognized Luke. <laughs> so um, then you feel guilty because it's like, yeah, then he, he knows you in like, real life. Yeah, you feel guilty, like, <laughs> he knows us. And I don't know. It just feels like if you go to church together, you should be a nice person, which I guess means you have to buy it. <laughs> it just feels like I have, had to buy it. $5 it was $5. I was like, there's nothing to lose. But then I invested a lot more money into it because um, <laughs> Anne suggested doing this like fake wood uh, effect, which has been on Instagram, where you, you paint it with like a neutral kind of like tan colored chalk paint. And you use kind of like a stiff bristled brush so that it makes like uh, visible brush marks and you do all in one direction. And then once it's dry, you go, you rub like this um, finishing wax on it that uh, is like a dark brown tint and you rub that all over and then you kind of like scrape it off so that it just leaves the wax in the crevices that you've created with your chalk paint. And no one I told that I was going to do this had any faith in it, except for Anne, because she suggested it. <laughs> <Rude>. but, <laughs> but Grace had no faith. Mom had no faith. Uh, <gasps> I, I was curious to see faith. it. Yeah. I was neutral. I tell tested it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah was she just, just like, was like, you oh, could do this. I've you seen could try this. this. And I was like, but you would end up spending all this other money, so maybe that's a dumb idea. Yeah. Well, the good th- news was... You know, I spent the money on, like, the paint and stuff, but I bought, like, primer and, and sealant, but then I went went ahead and also painted my chairs and my bookcases in my house, and so I'm very tired. And wow, I'm Tess, I'm impressed. For the rest of my life. Did it uh, work? But it worked really well. <gasps> well, I want to make a caveat of, like, don't expect this. Some some of the influencers that I saw doing this, they were like, it looks like I'm never going to stain furniture again. This is just, it looks exactly like real wood. And that's not true. Don't, don't paint yeah. over your real wood furniture because you think it's going to be easier or better. Because it doesn't look exactly like wood. But I would say it's like a pretty good effect. Like I, mm. I felt, I think it's... Um, pretty solid. I ended up, like, at first it kind of turned out dark, so then I, like, wiped off more, and now I feel like it kind of has the, like, the, what's the oak that everyone is wanting? Is it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. White oak. Yeah. (laughs) It kind of has, like, the white (laughs) oak look. It looks good. She sent me a picture. I want to see. Wait, send me I a picture. Updated it. I like that she only like, sent oh, wow. it to Anne because Anne was the only supportive one. So she's like, you're the only one who deserves. Yeah, you guys don't deserve to see. That's but true. Mom, mom said, she was like, wow, I had no faith, but that looks really good. I don't know if she was just saying that. She probably was. But She'll always say she had no faith <laughs> after the fact. It's true. She'll uh, tell you in the moment. But, but when you exceed her expectations, she'll let you know. Uh, but yeah, it worked really well. And I, um, I'm i very happy with my, my cheap little table that was not that cheap, but <laughs> was cheaper than buying a real yeah. table. The only advice I gave was, like you said, just that to be realistic about how much you were going to spend on all of the materials. Because I've fallen into that trap so many times where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'll get this for free and then I'll like refinish it. And it's like, yeah. you're going to spend like $70 on <laughs> like primer and yeah, all the things. And then yeah. you're going to like not like You'll the finished use, product. Like, one tenth of the paint and then just have this random paint left exactly it's true but i will i would say like in this in this case i wanted 
a wood table. I didn't want like a laminate table. All my furniture is laminate. I wanted something that looked at least like it was wood. And I would say it was worth it because I would have had to, I either would have had to buy a nice oak table, which would have been hundreds of dollars, or stain a table, which would have been a lot of money too. So mm-hmm. I would say in this case, it was, it was worth it. So if you're, if you're thinking about trying it, it worked for me and it was great. Awesome. Um, well, I have one that, uh, you know, we were talking about fall coming and if you need a warm drink for fall, um, I was influenced to finally try Perk Energy all the influencers are talking about it. Hands making a face. I just feel like it can't possibly be good, but I'm excited. I was actually very impressed. And I've tried some of the other popular influencer drinks out there. I won't name names, but I have not been impressed with all of them. And um, I mean, I think I have name named on the podcast of like <laughs> yeah. a lot of the ones I've tried. <laughs> but, you know, I've seen a lot of influencers talk about Perk Energy. And I don't really know... They call it like clean caffeine. I don't really know what clean caffeine is. <laughs> what is it this one? Or maybe be? that's another one of the ones I've tried. Somewhere I keep seeing the phrase clean caffeine. I'm like, I don't really know what that means, but it sounds great. <laughs> um, but my friend Sarah shared some with me and because she's a fan. And um, I thought it was like genuinely very, very tasty. And... Um, a couple of weeks ago when I was coming down with my cold that I mentioned on the last episode, you know, I had a sore throat. I wasn't feeling great. I had a little bit left and, you know, my normal daily diet, Dr. Pepper, it just didn't sound as appealing when you're not mm-hmm. feeling well. And I was like, oh, I'm going to drink that perk energy. And it just hit the spot like so terrifically. Like, what so, flavor do you do? Um, she gave me. There was like a chocolate peppermint, which was very yummy. And then the other one I'm trying to remember, it almost, she's probably going to laugh if she hears this because it's probably way off, but it was more of like maybe like an horchata or something. Like it was kind of like a cinnamony. Was it the Mexican hot chocolate? Maybe. It might have been chai. It was It was like a white color. So I don't think it was oh. Mexican hot chocolate. Um, it might have been chai, but it was, it was very tasty. So, um, all of you out in Utah where you can buy it at Harmon's right in store, just, you know, I know it lines the shelves out there, but (laughs) you can order it online. But, um, yeah, I was very impressed because I've tried, you know, lots of uh, grace. Do I dare come clean about those protein shakes that I tried at your house? I think I'll get hate. Because people love those. Just hate from like our family. I think a lot of people don't, like them. Don't say it's it. It's those chocolate milk, those Fair Life. Yeah, the yeah, Fair, Fair Life. Life. She didn't like it. You don't she like Fair like Life? It. I like actively I disliked like- them. Yes. What? I'm what? sorry. Okay, I don't Fair. trust. I'm not even going to try Perk Energy because you obviously have. I think I have bad taste. Well, I don't know. Everyone loves Perk Energy. But yeah, my, my I'm saying like I didn't like the Fair Life. I thought they tasted very like artificial and gross. What? Gross is harsh, but um, I thought Perk was very genuinely very good. And you know me; I've ruined my taste buds with too many sweets. I have very, I have a taste for very sweet. So if I, I have high standards, I guess is what I'm saying. So take that for what you will. Okay. Well, mm. I have something I was influenced to try. It's called grilled cheese dipping tacos at um taco bell oh my word (laughs) i heard about those are they good good i keep getting commercials for them whenever i watch hulu i think i've seen taco bell post about them on instagram they are delicious it's like a taco filled with um shredded beef oh are these taco bells take on the um what are they they're like a very popular type of taco Sorry, I'm looking it up right now. And is there like a broth you dip it in? No. Oh, uh, that sounds good though. Borilla or something? Yes. Tacos? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, gonna bug me. Well, yeah. what you dip it in? <laughs> your options are um, nacho cheese or their like enchilada sauce, their red sauce. Um, mm. And so, like the outside of the 
taco has cheese that it and then it's been like somehow grilled and so it's oh, got just like good. grilled cheese on the that outside. sounds really good oh my gosh it's so good yeah i think so, this is their version of birria i'm mispronouncing it i'm so sorry birria tacos um which i just tried for the first time at our niece's wedding and they were so good so i'm i not the taco bell ones like authentic ones but i <laughs> i don't want to offend i'm like no these ones were authentic but i want to try the taco bell one too the taco bell ones are really good i love taco yeah. bell getting in on a trend that makes me so love- happy I'm so proud of them. Taco Bell is always happy to get in they on are. a trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I just, I'm back, I'm back in my Taco Bell era. Yeah. I was I'm so in happy. McDonald's era for a while, but now I'm, I'm in my McDonald's Bell. era, but maybe I'll move Those back. are great. Two great eras. Those <laughs> yeah. and Wendy's Those are, the only two are sort of my three wet great. I have a Taco Bell and a McDonald's that share a parking lot. Ooh. Right by me, and danger zone. I'm like, I was gonna say danger a little, zone. A little, a little something from Taco Bell, and go get my drink, get my one dollar fries. Ooh, so good. Uh, I have to share my. Since you mentioned your fast food influence, I have to share mine, which was the peanut butter crunch McFlurry. Um, Ooh, I was, that sounds good. I've seen a couple people talking about it on Instagram. I saw that Cake by Courtney posted about it, but she said. I should have tried her version, but I wanted to try the pure version. But having tried it, I would say her version probably is better. So this is kind of like a tried it and intend to try because the thing about it was there wasn't enough flavor. Like it basically just had these little peanut butter um, crunch things in it and they were good. But there weren't enough of them, so it wasn't – it was just kind of like vanilla ice cream with, like, a faint hint of peanut butter. Hmm. So she was saying she would ask for more of the, like, extra and then also ask for caramel uh, to be swirled into it. Can you do and that? Yeah, you can add – you can add things. Uh, I had no idea. I think it costs more. Like, I think it's 50 cents for the caramel swirl, and it's probably a little more for the – additional toppings but um you can add extras so i intend to try that version <laughs> because i think it would be really good if if you added a little caramel swirl. that sounds super good i had no idea i'm still back in like the grimace shake days i'm <laughs> oh, behind fair. i was trying to explain <laughs> the grimace shake to dave and i was like yeah there's a shake and like Kids are making videos where, like, they eat the shake and they say, happy birthday, Grimace. And then it's, like, a horror movie. And, like, there's the shake is, like, all over. But then some places don't have the shake. And, like, people are really mad because they drive to, like, get the shake. And I'm like, this sounds like humanity is, like, falling apart at the scene. <laughs> McDo- poor McDonald's. <laughs> their promotional items. They're really sad. They, they really try to be Taco Bell, but they the can't. Winner. Yeah. Well, they just – they run out of them. Do you guys remember, like, the Rick and Morty – Sauce? No. <laughs> I think I think I there was there was an episode of Rick and Morty where they do like go back to the past. It it was sort of like a double reference, I think, because there used to be like a like a like a Szechuan sauce that McDonald's had for nuggets <laughs> that was maybe like a promotional, like a uh, Mulan thing, like back when Mulan was released. Oh, and it was just a limited time. And then I think they referenced it on Rick and Morty, and so McDonald's brought it back. But then they would run is, out. You have to know. And Rick so and Morty fans would like <laughs> the fans were like like assaulting McDonald's employees over oh, like man. the sauce oh, being gosh. out, and like it was a it was just a complete mess. I feel so bad for the employees in that case. Like that's they not need their to fault. stop doing promotional items because mm-hmm. clearly yeah, like, yeah. they're not. McDonald's is going to survive no matter what. They don't mm-hmm. need to do these dumb promotions. Exactly. I have to admit that I went to talk about today to try to get another <laughs> of, the, of the dipping uh, dipping tacos <laughs> and I couldn't remember what they were called and they weren't like on the sign and so I was like hi um do you have those tacos that are like um they're like grilled cheese and they come with like a sauce you can dip in it and the girl is like oh yeah and she's like oh we actually are out of the shredded beef 
<laughs> I was devastated. Oh no! And so hard. So I do think promotional items they they're tough. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they're it's like, tough. They, they are. They provide the highest highs <laughs> mm-hmm. and the lowest yeah. lows. Yeah. Like I would never want the world to stop having them because it's sort of like how until you've known pain, you can never know joy. Yeah. So true. Like that. The little glimpses of joy that I get from each promotional fast food item is enough to keep me going. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they know that, like, they're, they're messing with immediately us. run yeah. out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that people are going to just try to get that thing. Maybe it never even existed. Yeah. And they just got you to the restaurant. Yeah. That That's so dark. They just idea. gave the Grimace shakes to influencers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm-hmm. just use these for these videos and like create hype. Oh, that's so dark. Um. Well, I was I was influenced by I like to go to Sheets the gas station. I like to go there and get my um, fountain refills, and they sell. You know how there's like some of those trendy overnight oats prepackaged, mm-hmm. and it's like three dollars for a little thing of overnight oats. And overnight oats are one of my favorite breakfasts, and they're so easy to make. You know, I'd never buy them. But there was one that was, like, apple cinnamon flavored, and I thought that sounded so good, like like a wonderful fall treat. And so I looked up a recipe, and it had all five stars, like hundreds of five-star ratings, and the comments were like, this recipe, I, I n- didn't like overnight oats before, but this recipe converted me. It was so good. And so I made it, but I, I should have trusted my gut because it called for Greek yogurt, which right off the bat, that's not going to taste good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know people love Greek yogurt. It's very healthy. I eat Greek yogurt and berries all the time. And it's, but it's it has its place. Gross. It has yeah. its place, but I don't it's think gross. it tastes good. I force it down for health, but like, mm-hmm. it's not a good flavor. I like it in, you know, like... Like I've had a curry or something that had some Greek yogurt on the side, and that was like mm-hmm. it, a cooling it has times agent. It's like delicious, yeah. but when you try to stick it in something and pretend that it's not going to make it like really tart, yeah, it is going to make it tart. So anyway. I just realize saying it has its place about a food item is such a dad comment. Yeah. He always <laughs> he does not like when mom tries to substitute like healthy things. Yeah, like it has its place. But it's not supposed to be in this. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's like overnight oats are, are pretty healthy. So I'm like, do we have to cram everything in? Like, yeah, exactly. At this point, like I might as well put like chopped spinach if I'm going to just stick like any healthy thing in it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sorry, or like the whole grains and whatever. Not enough. So anyway, I made it. It was awful. It tasted so bad. I could hardly even eat it. I made two day's worth and i choked them both down but then i just went back to my regular recipe and <laughs> mm-hmm. that has been oh, no. has been great it called for a teaspoon of cinnamon per serving Ooh, that's a lot and i was like this seems like too much like imagine a half cup of oats and a mm-hmm. full teaspoon of cinnamon yeah part of becoming an adult i feel like is being able to look at a recipe and just be like that's not going to go well mm-hmm. like yeah i was like what so i put less than it called for and it's still like just eating sour cinnamon mm-hmm. it was Ew. it was horrible so don't if you go, if you think that apple cinnamon overnight oats sound good don't pick the one that has a ton of cinnamon and greek mm-hmm. yogurt the best overnight oats recipe is just oats and milk and peanut butter and a little bit of cinnamon and brown sugar and chia mm. seeds. And that's all you got to do. And it's so, so good. good. That, sounds that sounds so nice. So mm-hmm. Okay. So I also have a food related uh, and kind of a, a breakfast related influenced. I just was influenced to meal prep by, um, and I know that that's not revolutionary, but I... Decided to give it a try again because I've always hated meal prep, but I decided to just kind of do it my style because I was listening to the Lazy Genius podcast and she was talking about how meal prep doesn't have to be like rice and chicken in a bowl for lunch. It can just be, you know, whatever you need to do to make making breakfast easier or making dinner easier. And then I also saw the real food dietitians. They posted on their stories something about meal prep and then they were saying meal prep 
to your weakness. And so if mm. like mm. If breakfast is your weakness, which it is mine, um, just meal prep breakfast. Because if, if you're pretty good at eating dinner every night and it tends to be wholesome or pretty decent at finding a lunch for yourself, you don't need to worry about meal prep. So I decided to give it a try. I went a little overboard because I did do all three meals. Um, <laughs> you all my didn't meals. listen at all. The <laughs> I didn't listen whatsoever. <laughs> but I let me tell you the things that I learned from this experience. <laughs> One, um, making breakfast ahead of time is such a game changer for me. I made just like a a pan of um, like baked oatmeal kind of thing. Um, they're like wild blueberry bars, also from the Real Food Dietitians. And fu- funny enough, they suggested topping it with Greek yogurt, and I tried it, and I hated it. <laughs> so, do not do People that. are always trying to force. <laughs> Why are you putting Greek yogurt on top of an oatmeal mm-hmm. bake? Plain, yeah, non-fat Greek strange. yogurt is not... It's not you can't just you can't yeah. just shoehorn it into something without mm-hmm. changing yeah. it. It needs just to naturally eat it occur separately if you must. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I like Greek yogurt actually on its own. Uh, I just I couldn't do it. Like gave it like a yeah like a tartness and also like a a weird like I don't know just something was amiss. But it's really good on its own. Anyway, having a breakfast every day that I just wake up and put in the microwave and eat is amazing. And then I also have been uh, making myself like pre-making the veggie or like pre-like assembling it for the meal because I can make a meal, but I, if I'm like in a hurry, I'm just like, whatever, I'll just make the main course. And I forget like, or I just decide not to make the veggie because I'm like, I don't want to get out. You know, I don't want to like cover these broccoli stems in in olive oil and salt and put that you know like mm-hmm. so i've been pre-assembling like i made myself a little salad kit and i chopped mm. up everything ahead of time and i put it in and i made the dressing and i put that in a bag and put it in with it and then salad was done so anyway i've been prepping to my weakness and it's been mm. helping don't that's do all the idea. meals. <laughs> that, that sounds awesome. That's the recipe for uh, exhaustion. But Okay, well, I have one last one. And this one, you know, I've dabbled in in the past. But this year, I really – I was in all in heart and soul. And that was Rush Talk, which is basically <sighs> how TikTok gets into um, sorority girls during Rush Week. And specifically at Alabama, but I feel like other schools have gotten in on it too. Now, I'm not under the impression that sororities are, you know, all daisies. Like, I know there's dark sides too. There's, you know, hazing and, you know, I'm sure all kinds of stuff. So I'm not endorsing it. But I do have to say that some of these young ladies, they just stole my heart this year. And it was... (laughs) The dancing is a little out of control. Like, it was fun last year. Mm -hmm. But this year, I'm like, so wait, is that just, like, every sorority, like, has to do a dance? Like, to recruit people? Yeah, it's part of sororities (laughs) They absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. And, you guys, this is so awful, but I started to be able to stereotype certain universities without even looking. Like, I could just (laughs) see the the dance, and I was like, oh, they're Arizona. Like, I could tell, like, immediately. (laughs) Arizona has the best dancers. uh, There were some really sweet ones, too. Like, there were some where I was like – and, of course, I found myself commenting and being like – like yes, great job, ladies and stuff. On the ones that were like oh, sweet, no, Claire. <laughs> I know, I know. It, I was cringing like at myself, but I wanted to like support the girls that did like wholesome ones, you know, where they're all hugging and stuff. And <laughs> some of them were really creative. Like it was one continuous shot, like all through the house, you know. Um, included all the girls instead of just like the front row girls who are the best dancers. So I appreciated that there was also like some more variety. I experienced the heartbreak of Morgan. If you know, you know, cheered on Bella Grace. You know, there was one girl who was a thrifter. Of course, I loved her. <laughs> I, yeah, so I yeah, it was just mm-hmm. lots of fun. And I'm 
starting to move on now, you know, like it was fun while it lasted. But um I think the mom I think the the moms in their 30s are the ones who enjoy it the most cuz I saw so many comments that were like I'm a mom in my 30s but I just love watching you girls and I'm like we're all like wishing we were still in college <laughs> and I'm like watching with a tear in our eye but um yeah it, I I did get very into it this year and it was it was lots of fun If Tess you, tell about the recap Yeah if you didn't uh, cuz I I've sworn off TikTok because it's bad for me, uh, but I am on Instagram just as much as I was previously on TikTok, um, but baby steps. But mm-hmm. if you, because last year I was overwhelmed with Rush Talk and I just didn't even get into it because I didn't know where to start. So if you didn't know where to start or you're not on TikTok, go look at Anne Helen Peterson. That's her handle, just Anne Helen Peterson. And she has like these stories. Um, it's four like set sets of um, highlights, and she just everything is on there. She recaps it. She like gives you like all the clips you need to understand. Yeah, she dissects like I just the love that the girls, the USC girls, the recapping Alabama. rush talk on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, and she's like. She was a she was a sorority girl, and so she sometimes she waxes philosophical about like <laughs> what is the purpose of it all, what are the nefarious undertones of this whole thing, um, and anyway, it was just an easy way for me to get into rush talk. So mm-hmm. if you wish you had, go look up that account. I, I could not love that more. <laughs> Well, we've shared enough things we're loving lately, so let's skip weekly wins this time. Next week, we are going to be doing a book club episode, and we're going to be discussing the No Spend Challenge Guide by Jen Smith. So if anyone wants to skim through the book beforehand, we just wanted to give you a heads up. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week.